This is the story of the enormous crisis in creating the atomic bomb, which might be termed the Battle of Heavy Water. Obviously, all the details about the A-bomb cannot be revealed. Therefore, portions of this broadcast have been fictionalized, but it is based upon documented fact. Tonight, the American radio public will hear that story. based upon the accounts and experiences of Admiral L.S.M. Zacharias, wartime deputy chief of the ONI, the Office of Naval Intelligence. Admiral Zacharias. I have before me the photostatic copy of a top-secret German document. It is dated July the 8th, 1943. It is addressed to the office of Marshal Hermann Goering. It deals with the development of the atom bomb in Nazi Germany. The concluding sentence of this document reads as follows, and I quote, Though our work may not lead to an immediate production of atomic explosives, it is, on the other hand, certain that in this field the enemy cannot have any surprise in store for us, end quote. At about the date of this report, the Allied Intelligence Services mounted one of their most daring and complicated operations to prevent our enemies from having any surprises in store for us. Tonight's secret mission is devoted to the authentic dramatization of this operation. The drama is designed to document the little-known role our intelligence services played in the grim race for the A-bomb. It is no exaggeration to say that the Allies' ability to win this race was in no small measure due to the intrepid and heroic operatives of Allied intelligence. Men and women, not unlike those whose work Secret Missions faithfully dramatizes tonight. At the conclusion of tonight's broadcast, I will discuss the topical implications of intelligence work in connection with our atomic security. But first... We shall hear from a man whom I shall call Commander Dunn. What was your mission, Commander? To reveal on the basis of highly documented intelligence, sir, the Allies' successful battle of heavy water. This is the story of a beer bottle. The issue was the atomic bomb. The issue was whether Germany or the United States would be the first to produce the A-bomb and win the war. But uh, this is the story of the beer bottle. Oh, the beer bottle did not contain beer. Another substance was in the bottle. It contained heavy water. I am a professor of atomic physics. If you go back to a simple fact you learned in high school... Ordinary water is H2O, hydrogen and oxygen. Heavy water is just water in which the hydrogen atoms weigh twice as much as they do in the water that comes from the kitchen faucet. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything to make a fuss about, does it? But it just happens that heavy water is one of the most precious liquids man has ever known. To produce extremely small quantities of it requires a tremendous plant and costs millions upon millions of dollars. Why bother? When a housewife bakes bread, she controls the amount of yeast in the bread. Too much yeast, 
and the bread will rise like it does in an old-fashioned Max Senate comedy. There might even be an accident. When you cook up an A-bomb, you place substances together in what is known as a chain reaction pile. But this pile must also be controlled, or it will get out of hand and cause an unbelievable disaster. Heavy water is the substance used in that pile to control it. This is Commander Dunn. Our story begins in January of 1939, before anyone had an inkling about atomic bombs, before any work had been done. We are at Princeton, New Jersey. We are at the local telegraph office. Here's another one for the Institute. I'll get it. Overseas cable to Dr. Axel Nielsen. Princeton, New Jersey, USA. We have performed an experiment in which the uranium atom has been split. The two fragments flew apart with the unheard of energies of 100 million volts each. This is a source of energy 20 million times as powerful as dynamite. Signed, Doctors Meitner and Frick. Hmm. They split an atom. What's that mean? Hey, Jerry. Yeah? Get on that bike of yours and go over to the Institute for this. Okay. Well, wait. Wait a minute. I'll seal the envelope. All right. Here. Check, pal. See ya. You must have been a beautiful baby. Fooled me out, out, and eaten that bowl. I'd eaten that and bought The messenger boy rode his bicycle to the Institute for Advanced Study. At the Institute, some of the world's greatest minds are assembled working on some of the world's greatest scientific problems. Here, on his first day at the Institute, was the man we are calling Professor Axel Nielsen. While the professor enjoyed tea with his colleagues, the messenger boy whizzed up to the front door on his bicycle and... He was carrying a cable which contained one of the most vital sentences in all history. Yes. Uh, cable for Professor Nielsen. Sign here, please. And thank you. Okay. So long. See ya. Uh, Professor Nielsen. Yes? A cable for you, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt your tea. Oh, thank you very much. Quite all right. Hmm? Cream and sugar in your tea, Professor Nielsen? What? I said, would you like some cream and sugar in your tea? No, no, thank you. Excuse me, gentlemen. I, I, I must go back to my laboratory. Huh? Seems a little upset. He turned pale. Yes. Would you pass the lemon, please? Surely. I wonder what was in that cable. Think it was anything important? Shortly after, Professor Nielsen returned to his native Denmark as World War II broke out. The Nazis overran Europe, Norway, and... 
Denmark. We're in Washington at the Navy Department. Admiral Collins was in consultation with me. What is the current picture on heavy water, Commander? Well, in Norway, sir, the underground has helped our invading units to destroy the heavy water plant there. And the heavy water that was in France, Commander? It was in Joliot Curie's laboratory, sir. But two of his aides sneaked it out to England. Commander, is there any heavy water left in Nazi territory that they might use to turn out an A-bomb? Oh, yes, sir. In all of Europe, there is just one spot. What is that? Denmark, sir. In Copenhagen. The home of Professor Axel Nielsen. He's hidden it in the kitchen. In his refrigerator. In a, uh, air bottle. Good. 
Whoever is the handyman must work very quickly. Uh-huh. Oh, well. If the handyman is successful, he is to be at the Langebo Bridge. Fighting at 2.30 a.m. With Professor Nielsen and the bottle from the refrigerator. In the kitchen. Will you be at the bridge? Yes, I will. I will bring all of you to this boat, which will be anchored below the bridge. We will sail to swim. There are the lights of the shore. Good luck. The two agents with Klaus passed the Nazi shore patrol successfully. Then they split. The British agent remained in the port area. The American proceeded to Professor Nielsen's home as a handyman. In the professor's living room. My name is Peterson. You are the professor's maid? Yes, I am Inga. We have been expecting you. The professor is not at home just now, but uh, you may start to work. Fine. You will tend the garden, keep the car in condition, and uh, do the heavier housework. Uh, come with me. I will show the house to you. Thank you. Oh, I have just one rule. What is it? I am in charge of the cooking and serving. It makes me nervous to have anyone in the kitchen. So whatever you do, stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> disguised as a handyman kept losing minutes, hours. The time to the rendezvous beneath the bridge drew closer and closer, but he could not get into the kitchen. Nor could he get Professor Nielsen alone to talk to him. The allies were losing minutes, hours. Going out tonight, Inga? No, I do not think so, Peterson. Why don't you go to the movies? There's a wonderful picture playing at the table. Uh, I am sick of movies. But they say this one's great. Clark Gable's in it. You told me you like him. Yeah, Go but on. I... If the professor wants anything, I'll take care of it. Oh, it's too expensive. Tell you what I'll do. I'll treat you. How's that? You'll treat me? Sure. Why don't you go? Uh, all right. That's the girl. Better hurry. You don't want to miss the beginning of it. <laughs> I'll go upstairs and change. Uh, if the professor rings, you will answer. Surely. Yes? Oh, Peterson. How are you tonight? Very well, Professor Nielsen. Thank you. Uh, may I close this door? Certainly. What's on your mind? I must talk to you alone quickly. We mustn't lose a second. My name is not Peterson. What? I said my name is not Peterson. I'm an Allied intelligence agent. What in the world? We're ready to sneak you out to Allied territory with the bottle of heavy water that's in the kitchen, in the refrigerator. Really? With a fishing boat. It will be waiting for us at the Langa Bro Bridge tonight, 2.30 a.m. Is there any reason why you can't make it then? Just one reason. What is it? I don't believe you. What? I don't believe you. I swear to This you. is an old Nazi trick. The Gestapo was anxious to know if I would leave, if I wished to join the Allies. Actually, you are from the Gestapo, right? No, I am not. Naturally, I couldn't bring anything to prove this is legitimate. The Nazis might have found it on me. We're losing time, Professor. 
You must listen to me. You may tell them at the Gestapo headquarters that I am not interested. I have no desire to join the Allies. Professor, we've got to get that heavy water out of here. We've got to get you out. You're discharged, Peterson. Or what is your name is? At 2 a.m., when Ing has gone to bed, I'll meet you in the kitchen. We'll take the beer bottle with the heavy water in it and we'll try to reach the bridge by 2.30 without being stopped. You're wasting your time, young man. In the kitchen. At 2. I'll be waiting. house. 
How do we get the bottle out? I do not know. You cannot be a servant now or a messenger. Anything of that sort would be too suspicious. Besides, tomorrow morning at nine, there's to be an inquiry. Hauptmann Hallo, the Gestapo, is conducting it at the professor's house. He's flying from Berlin, especially for the inquiry. Oh. I don't know what the dickens to do myself. There must be something, some, some way. I know. What is it? Only one type of person would never be suspected there. Who? A Gestapo agent. What do you mean? This Haller from Berlin. You think they know him in Copenhagen? I doubt it. Good. Look, I speak fluent German. Suppose we get a Gestapo uniform for me. And one of your boys steal a Gestapo car in Copenhagen? Yes, we have done it before. Then I'll be Hauptmann Haller, the special investigator from Berlin. We sneak across in your fishing boat. Once I'm in the city, I put on the outfit. I'm Haller. He isn't due till nine. I'll make it by eight. I can get in, take the bottle, and get out before he arrives. Uh, think we can trust the maid if she sees me again? The professor said she's an anti-Nazi. And it's worth trying. There isn't anything else we can do. Come on. Yes, one moment, please. Herr Hauptmann? I am Hauptmann Mahala. Yes, Herr Hauptmann. I want to search every inch of this professor's house. Yes, Herr Hauptmann. In Berlin, we can never understand why you here in Copenhagen can be such dumbcutter. We, we are very sorry, Herr Hauptmann. We had no idea Professor Nielsen might try to escape. You should be shot. All out of you. I will search the house now. Now begin with the kitchen. Who are you? Oh, Inga, the maid. I... Shut up. Answer only what you are asked. This is Hauptmann Haller from Berlin. Good morning, Hauptmann Haller. Tell me what you know about the professor's escape. Uh, just what I have already told your men, Herr Hauptmann. Uh, there was a handyman, a stranger, who came here to work. And then the other night, uh, he disappeared with the professor. That is all you know? That is all. You remain here in the kitchen. I think you are lying. I will have a great many more questions for you. Yes, Herr Hauptmann. Are you hungry, Kompoal? I could eat, Herr Hauptmann. I have not had time to eat myself as I flew here. I believe our first step will be to confiscate the contents of the professor's refrigerator. Hey, <laughs> Open it up. Yes, sir. Mmm, very nice. Meat, food. You may have yourself, Kompoal. Thank you, Herr Hauptmann. that you like it? The rations at the barracks. Ah, terrible. Army food. Mm. Mm. This is fine. Are, uh, are you married, Inga? Uh, no. You like to go dancing, Liefken? Well, I am very busy here at the house. I will take you dancing some evening. Hmm. Look, through the window. 
Another official in his car. Huh? He's coming through the back door. Good morning, Corporal. Herr Hauptmann. Haller. I am Hauptmann Haller. But, but, that is impossible. What the devil do you mean, that is impossible? I am Hauptmann Haller. There was another officer just a few moments ago. He said he was Haller. Don't I'm I think he left in a car, went that way. He is an imposter, an allied agent. After him, do Dumaizer, after him, Captain Luke, the This is Commander Dunn. Allied agents successfully removed the professor and the bottle which contained the last drop of heavy water in all of Europe. As for the risk those agents had run, there's a quotation from the diary of the Scandinavian unit which reads, A man who is a man goes on till he can do no more, and then goes twice as far. This is the story of the A-bomb, which began with a messenger boy bicycling across the grounds of the Institute, saucily carrying a telegram in his hat, a story which began this way. You must have been a beautiful baby. Ended this way on the morning of Monday, August 6, 1945, aboard the United States Army bomber, the Enola Gay, at precisely 9.15 a.m. Synchronized on Hiroshima. On target. Bombay doors open. Bombay doors open. Fire. Bomb away and falling. Bomb away and falling. Bomb away and falling. That was Secret Mission and the Heavy Waters Story. You're listening to Radio Remembered on the Radio Entertainment Network.